Good morning, good morning. Welcome. We're so glad to see you all this morning. We're so glad you're able to come and join us. Thank you for coming. I'm going to stand a little bit over here. Let's get right into worship, but you know, I like to start with a deep centering breath, so if you'll join me. Come, let us worship God. You'll have the bulletin and you'll have the words. Without the words, you will be a little bit lost this morning. Uh, but if you would join us in singing when o'er the hills, and we have the choir to kind of help us out. Choir, are you ready? Mm. Choir, are you ready? I love it. All right, my friends, here we go. We're going to spill over a little bit Hispanic Heritage Week into these next two weeks. It says, when o'er the hills. When o'er the hills morning light is breaking, once more your glory reborn. Filled with your joy, all the fields are waking, and growing grass gets some more. A different day now is dawning, and yet with fear I am torn. But you the same God each morning as the day dawns. Are you alive? I don't know. Did you come here for a reason today or just to sit? I want to see some joy. Look at the day that God made for us. Yes, that's exactly what I, I want to hear the rooster crow. Yes, here we go. It says, I want to be like a brook that's flowing. I'll have refreshing the grave. Or like the sound of a soft wind blowing, your thoughts through palm grove are traced. I hear the rooster! There you go, my roosters! Here we go! How the wind is blowing, how I sing, God, how I sing. I want the sound that is blowing, how I sing, God, how I sing. Let's hear it for the roosters this morning. 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 Is my mic okay? No. no. 
I got tested this week. My young friends could see my face. And if I need to switch to a handheld, I will. Yep, okay. This time now for the message for all ages, so the young and young at heart, come on with me. Oh, I lost my young friend, but Alicia's with me. Is, my, is this one off? Are we good? Hi, Carla. Come on up. Let's go. Let's go. Any other young friends want to come join us? I'm going to bring in Damaris and Jackie, too, then. Let's have a seat if we're comfortable, OK? I'm Reverend Amanda. My pronouns are she, her. And I'm so happy to be with you here this morning. In just a little bit, our guest preacher for the day, the Reverend Dr. Damaris, good morning, is going to talk to us a little bit about how today, October 24th, is United Nations Day. Who knows what the United Nations is? Anybody up here? That's okay. The United Nations is a group of about 153 countries who got together 76 years ago today on October 24th and said, we think it's a good idea for countries to care about other countries. And we think that if we come together across the globe, we can work together better for things like peace and the possibility for all to flourish. We think that's a good idea. Do you all? So today is actually the birthday for the United Nations. On the count of three, wherever you are, I want you to say happy birthday. One, two, three. Happy birthday! Now this year, the United Nations is working on 12 specific things. And we have signs to help tell the story of a six of those things. Can everybody grab a sign? Here you go. There you go. And can you stand with your sign and hold it so that our friends at home and here in Calvary can also see? You want to hold two or should we give Jackie one? <laughs> All right. Let's see. Our first sign says, kids. The United Nations under, understands that we need to be listening to and following kids. I want you to snap if you agree with what we say. What does yours say? Peace. We're going to be centering peace and working for peace. Jackie, what does yours say? Trust. trust. We think trust is something that we should be intentional to cultivate. What, you want to say what yours says? Can you read that? Planet. We should care about the planet. Damaris, what does yours say? Justice. Justice. Justicia. What does yours say, Alicia? Girls. Girls. They are going to be centering the needs of young girls and women. Let's have a seat now. Thank you all so much. <laughs> this is not just the work of the United Nations. Here in New York, the United Nations headquarters is way over on First Avenue, around like 40th Street, I believe. But this is work that we can all be a part. And in fact, the United Nations is calling us into that work. They have a campaign, and it's hashtag the world we want. Can you say that with me? The world we want. So here's your assignment. This week, you need to take a picture or draw a picture that symbolizes the world you want. And then I want you to either tag Middle Church with that 
or email Reverend Jackie or Alicia or I so that we can see what is the world that you want. Can you do that? Can you all help us out with that this week as well, middle family? All right. Let's stand and say a prayer together. And you can hold your signs if you'd like. This is a repeat after me prayer, okay? Holy God. Holy God. Thank you for the United Nations. Thank you for the United Nations. Help us remember, Help us remember that you, God, that you, God call, us call us to peace. Amen. Amen. My friends, we're getting ready to see a hamba ourselves, and we're doing it a little bilingually. So if you check out your screen, could you just say, marcharemos? Marcharemos. 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 En la luz de Dios. En la luz de Dios. Marcharemos en la luz de Dios. Marcharemos en la luz de Dios. That's all you got to do. We're going to go back and forth. We're going to be fancy. We're going to be dancing. There may be people jumping around. Don't be, don't be scared. Here we go. Marcharemos en la luz de Dios. Marcharemos en la luz de Dios. We are marching. We are marching in the light of God. We are marching in the light of God. Marcharemos, 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 marcharemos en la luz de Dios. We are marching, we are marching, we are marching, we are marching in the light of God. Thank you, Middle. You're beautiful. Woo! Give yourself a hand. Good morning, middle family. Buenos dias. How are you today? It's so good to see you. I think I'm still emotional to see human beings. Are you feeling this way? Who's feeling emotional to see a human being in the flesh? Woohoo! When did masks become an accessory, right? My daughter-in-law has taught me to hang my mask by a chain, and then it can be there all the time. So thank you all for coming, for showing your vaccination creds and for keeping each other safe with your mask. I'm so grateful. Give each other a hand for how we're keeping each other safe. Really appreciate that. My name is Jackie Lewis. If I don't know you yet, I'd like to. And my pronouns are she, hers, and I am the senior minister here at Middle Church. And I want to let you know of a few things that are happening in the life of our family. Um, first of all, uh, you can find the bulletin on the, on the website or on the QR code that you swiped when you came in. We're trying to be good to the trees and good to Mama Earth, so thank you for your patience with that as well. Uh, tomorrow, Harold is going to stand up and wave at you. What, what, what year, which, how many plays is this, Harold? Wait a minute, I can't, I gotta come. I don't believe you. One more time. Otra vez. Middle Players has done 28 plays, uh, and uh, yay. And I, I let some of the creative writers uh, do one act usually around Christmas time, but this is our 28th play. It's uh, tomorrow at, at Intersections. We're also doing it Facebook Live, but we'd love, we still have seats at uh, the live show tomorrow at Intersections at 145 West, East 20, West 28th Street, 11th floor, so please come up to me if you want to come. And uh, it's great. We're having a lot of fun. 
And if you want to join us, we'll be doing another show right after for Mark. Yay. Thank you so much. Among, among the amazing things that lay leaders are doing here is also our voters reform group. I'm just going to do Oprah and bring mics. This is Paul. I was going to come to you. I'll come up. That way I can see everyone. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Devlin. I'm a member of the Voter Reform Group. We're a core group of about 25 people. We swell up to about 80 when the going gets good. We fight for voter issues and making sure we elect candidates who support women's rights, who protect the environment, who end voter suppression. Today, we're going to have a conversation because how many people here think that voter suppression only happens outside of New York? How many people here think environmental issues only happen outside of New York? We have five constitutional amendment questions on the ballot. So we're going to talk about those questions today after the service. And then I'm going to urge you all to go immediately vote, because voting has started yesterday. And we can vote through Tuesday, November 2nd. So please join us after service for a discussion on these constitutional amendments. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How many postcards? 5,000? 5,000 postcards written in the world to keep people voting. Come on, Voters Reform Group. Come on, somebody. And then there's Hablamos, doing an ofrenda. Uh, one of the last events that happened on the actual middle building was we had an offering. We celebrated Dia de los Muertos, which is not Halloween, but it's Dia de los Muertos, mostly from Mexico, where we honor those before us and things before us. So we're going to honor the building of what middle used to be and the and the incredible gift they gave us, as well as our ancestors. So please bring a copy of the folder. We're going to have a procession after service next weekend and walk them over to the church ruins and staple them on the fence. There is a banner that says Middle Celebrates Dia de los Muertos. So please bring a copy of a photo or an offering. Um, Laws did an incredible artwork last year, so hopefully a copy of an artwork or anything that you wish. And let's celebrate those before us. Thank you. Thank you, Edna. All right, my lay people killing it. Um, I think the last announcement I'm going to make in this moment, there are many more wonderful things happening in the life of the church. It's on the website, middlechurch.org. If you follow us in socials, that's, ooh, that's good. If you follow us in socials, you'll also have a chance to know what's happening. We would love for you to stay engaged with us. And my digital family, hey, y'all. We want you to stay engaged as well, okay? So let's stay in touch and please show up for what you can. I want to just let you know today that we are blessed to have a preacher in the house who is um, a black Puerto Rican woman. She is a scholar, an activist, a public theologian. She's the president of the Collegiate Church, the senior minister at Fort Washington Church, and she's my friend. Um, so Reverend Dr. Damaris Whitaker is preaching today. We're delighted to have you. So this is a time in the life of our congregation where we join our hearts and our minds in prayer. Um, I can't imagine all the things that are going on in your life, just as I think about the things that are going on in my little single life. Um, grandbabies growing, but also wanting to hope that they're safe. Hi, Ophelia. Uh, so your kids going out in the school, What's that look like when they're not vaccinated? Our elder folks that we're trying to care for, our jobs and careers, getting back into work from having worked at home, 
that all personal when there's just also a kind of hot mess? <coughs> a hot mess on the national stage. So as we enter in this time of prayer, I'm hoping that you will open your heart to the holy, that you'll let this be a moment of respite, a moment of laying down your burdens, putting down your burdens at the, at the altar that is God's love for you, that you'll feel that you're not alone and there's nothing that you can say or do or be that would separate you from God's love. No tragedy is a punishment. No disappointment is because you deserve it. We're just humans living a human life. So let us bring together our joys, our concerns, our hopes, our dreams, and put them at the feet of love. Let us pray. ever-loving and holy God. We call you by many names, experience you in many ways as the softness of a hug, as the passing of a breeze on our face, as tears that well up in us when we see old friends. as worry and concern, as joy and jubilation. All of these feelings, all of these impulses, all of this God, all in relation to you, in love with you. We send our prayers to those in our community who are sick, those who are lonely, those who are afraid. As the song would say, Kumbaya. Touch them, visit them with peace. We send our prayers to our neighbors in the city, in this nation, and around the globe who are food insecure, who are jobless, whose health care benefits don't suffice, who are mourning. Bless those who mourn and comfort them and make us instruments of your peace. We send our prayers, God, just deep down into our own souls that you would ease our discomfort, that you would strengthen our resolve to be revolution in our love, that you would give us moments of quiet peace and also startling delight. So as we run this race toward justice, we can do so with joy and resilience. We pray for the little people in our community that they would feel aunties and uncles loving them deeply on your behalf. And as we seek to elect folks who will serve you, Give us wisdom and insight. For we ask it in your many names and also in the name of our brother, mentor, 
Yes, Savior, Jesus. Amen. I, I feel like I want us to sing the Lord's Prayer, but I guess we're not going to do that, are we? Are we going to say the Lord's Prayer? Can you say the Lord's Prayer? The language that you know it, the way you learned it, doesn't matter about debts and trespasses. But let us just stay seated so that the people who are enjoying can, can see you uh, and not just the back of you. Let us pray. Ever-loving and holy God, hallowed be your name. Your reign come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the reign and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We have a peace that surpasses our understanding in relation to the Holy One. So I extend you greetings of peace for the present, for the future. Peace be with you, middle family, and I invite you to share that peace with each other. Folks might not want to hug you. You'll ask permission. You'll bow to them. The God in me sees the God in you. Peace be with you.
Hi, Middle. My name is Natalie, and I have the joy to share with you a beautiful song that was written by a Chilean artist, Violeta Parra. And the translation, it'll be sung in Spanish. The translation is in the bulletin. Um, and it's a song about gratitude um, and all that God has given us. Gracias a la vida, quien me ha dado tanto, me dio dos luceros, que cuando los abro, perfecto distingo lo negro del blanco, y en el alto cielo su fondo estrellado. Y en las multitudes al hombre que yo amo. Gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto, me dio el corazón que agita su marco cuando miro el fruto del cerebro humano. Cuando miro al bueno, tan lejos del malo, cuando miro el fondo de tus ojos claros, gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto, me dio el oído que en todo su ancho Graba noche y día, grillos y canarios, martillos, turbinas, ladridos, chubascos y la voz tan tierna de mi bien amado. dado la marcha de mis pies cansados con ellos anduve ciudades y charcos playas y desiertos montañas y llanos y la casa tuya tu calle y tu patio gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto me ha dado la el mismo canto y el canto de todos que es mi propio canto gracias a la vida gracias a la vida 
vida. Gracias a la vida. Gracias a la vida. make the preachers cry before she goes on by singing Mercedes Sosa Gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto I think that those words um, I'm emotional all of a sudden I blame you I'm going to take off my mask I'm fully vaccinated and test it um, I think that uh, those words, thank you, Jackie, what a world, huh? What a world we're living in. Uh, we can let it hang in the back, maybe. It's okay, yeah, it's complicated. Thank you. Those words, uh, gracias a la vida, many thanks to life that has given us so much. He has given us the ability to love and to laugh and to cry and to have a song, un canto, que es el canto de todos, that is the song of everyone. And at the same time, being the son of everyone, it's my own song. Uh, in this time of pandemic and loss, and some of us haven't had COVID we, the meaning of those words, gracias a la vida, have taken a whole new different meaning. So let's, let's just say that, right? Gracias a la vida. Gracias a la vida. Let us pray. Oh, I'm reading the scripture. Church has changed, folks. We all like relearning how to do all these things. I mean, ay Dios. Ayúdanos. Mark 10. Those who want to follow uh, on your Bibles or on your phones, uh, Scripture, Mark 10, verses 46 to 52. A very, very well-known story for those who have been coming to church for a while. Uh, and so Scripture tells us that they came to Jericho as he, Jesus, and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho. Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the road. Bartimeo y Timeo. That's how I learned it, because my, in my house we spoke Spanish. When he learned, he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many sternly ordered this blind man to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, Son of David, Hijo de David, 
have mercy on me. Ten misericordia de mí. Jesus stood still and said, call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, take heart, get up, he is calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came up to Jesus. Then Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, my teacher, let me see again. Jesus said to him, go, your faith has made you well. Immediately he regained his sight and followed him on the way. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Oremos. Let us pray. Loving God, oh, what a joy it is to be with our middle family. It is like the springs of the water of El Junque, Puerto Rico, on my soul. May the meditations of all of our hearts and the words of my mouth be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Friends, I bring you greetings from Fort Washington Collegiate Church in northern Manhattan. And also from West End, since I'm the president of this corporation, uh, West End and Marble Church, also your, church, your sister churches in this city, uh, please receive a, a warm embrace, un abrazo, of all of us. And I want to say to our middle family that we love you, we are on this journey with you, and we will get through this together. We will get through this together. And I want to give all of us permission to say, whenever you think it's appropriate, I'm not okay. I need time. I am hurting. I am shaken. I'm stretched. I'm stressed. I'm sad. I'm depressed. Just give, let's give ourselves permission to say all those things during this very, very difficult time. So I, I, the, the title of my sermon is Buscando America, uh, Searching for America. And I want to tell you a quick story. When in the 80s, I was in high school. Parece que fue ayer. Seems like it was yesterday, but it wasn't. That was a long time ago. And I lived at that time in a town called Holyoke, Massachusetts. I was 17 years old, and this Latino author, writer, contributor dared at that time, 1985, to write this article in the local newspaper that was called Holyoke Transcript. And she basically said the Latino community, which at that time meant Puerto Ricans in Holyoke, right? You know, we were the largest uh, group of Latinx people. The Latino community, you know, are, are finding their own way. They're making their own way. And it wasn't an easy time for Puerto Ricans in Holyoke. A lot of um, what we still see now, right? A lot of police brutality, a lot of discrimination. And so she dared to write that 
for the Holyoke transcript. So as a response, this uh, citizen of Holyoke wrote back and said, how dare you, Ms. Nunez, uh, write that about Latinos, your people are live like pigs, they're dirty, they're lazy, they're unmotivated, they kill chickens in their bathtubs. And I was like, oh my God, we've never killed a chicken in the bathtub. Should we be killing chickens in the bathtub? I mean, like, like we, we, all the things that were said about Puerto Rican families there in that article, we had that what did not pertain to my experience about being Puerto Rican in the United States. So this was around the time I was trying to, you know, look for colleges and all of that. And I have to say, so many years later, that that, that, that exchange that, was, that I read in the paper, that, I w that was publicly, it happened in the public square, basically, um, it had an impact on me. A 17-year-old black Puerto Rican in a city that, you know, that did not accept us, that thought that we were the worst uh, of, of the population, and they didn't even see us as human because the the letter calls for us to become civilized. So I was carrying all of that as a young person and, and trying to, to find what, what was I going to do in this country. I had a, um, a guidance counselor that was Puerto Rican. And she said, listen, Ruben Blade, is coming to town. It was almost like a Santa was coming to town. <laughs> and I have two tickets, and you've been a great student, and so I'm going to give you these two tickets. So I went to see Ruben Blades, who at the time, you know, this was the 80s, so he was famous then. I mean, not that he's not now. I'm just saying, you know, for us, he was, he was the singer of the moment. And, um, and, and really, his name is Ruben Blades because he's from Panama, and um, so we went to see Ruben Blades. The auditorium was not bigger than this church, and we sat towards the middle, in the back, around where Claudia's sitting uh, with, back there with Susan, around that, almost towards the back of the, of the nave. And, um, and we just, you know, we listened. It was a beautiful concert. It, wasn't, it was not a danceable concert. He was a, he's a very social justice-minded singer. And he sang this song called Estoy Buscando America. I'm searching for America. And I'm afraid that I'm not going to find her because she has been silenced by those who do not believe in the truth. Estoy Buscando America. And, and I'm saying, I'm looking for America, right? Like, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm saying, yeah, like, I'm looking for America. And so he proceeded not only to sing an amazing song that gave me a lot to think about as a 17-year-old, but also he told us that that year he was graduating from Harvard Law School. And... I found that, you know, to be so amazing at, an, at such an opportune time in my life to hear that from the mouth of a person 
who until the other, you know, I would, that's not true. But for the, like, I thought Ruben Blay was Puerto Rican, right? Because that's how Puerto Ricans roll. You love us, we, you become part of our family, and all of a sudden you're Puerto Rican, and really you're probably not. So, so, that, so he wasn't Puerto Rican, he was Panamanian, but nonetheless, right? So somos la misma gente, we're the same people. So, we, so I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm saying, contra. If Ruben Blaze went to law school, I could go to college. I could do something for myself and about my own life. I too am looking for America. He has not found America. I have not found America. He went and did something for himself. I can do something for myself. Yeah. And that's the, that's the power of the arts, right? Like that's, the, that's like the power of the arts. And, and so one of the things that that I want to talk about with you this morning is that sometimes we become the obstacle. We heard a story, we, some of us know, some church people, you know, we, I was born and the next day I was in church, so we, I, I have heard this story thousands of times. But, you know, the lesson, the scripture lesson this morning talks to us about Bartimaeus, right? And Bartimeo el Ciego. Bartimaeus, uh, the blind man, as people call them, as we teach it to the children. Um, and, but what do we know about him? The scripture tells us he was a beggar. It tells us that he was blind. But Professor Max Skinner, who is a professor that teaches at Luther Seminary, he says, we know a little bit more. We know that he persisted despite of all the obstacles and hindrances that were presented uh, before him so that he could get to Jesus. We know that he asked for the right thing. And we know that he understood that Jesus had the power to change his circumstances. This morning, we are inspired by the persistence of this man. We're inspired that the crowd could not silence him and he kept yelling and Jesus noticed and asked that he would be brought to him, to Jesus. But I, again, want to call your attention to the crowd. Here's this man on the side of the road. I'm going to try to paint a picture. Clearly, the crowd is around Jesus, right? Because we're told we have a crowd. So there's Jesus and there's the crowd that has some access to Jesus because they're sort of surrounding him. They're leaving. But over there, in the margins of this scene, is this man that dares to cry out, have mercy on me, de misericordia de mí. He had not been able to approach Jesus perhaps because of his own disability, and he used what he had, his voice, to be able to get the attention and to get what he needed. Here we are, United Nations Sunday. And the United Nations tells us that they're about peace, dignity, and equity for a healthy planet. Very simple mission. They have priorities that Amanda did a great job today telling us about their priorities, but they're basically about peace, dignity, equity for, for a healthy planet. So I want us to take a non-scientific evaluation. How are we doing with that? 
How are we doing with that in our neighborhoods, in this country, and in our relationship with other countries? We have a nation that knows that Haiti had a president who was assassinated, has been a victim of ecological disasters, and we received their refugees on horseback with, with whips. Can I get an amen? Estoy buscando América. We can say that together. Estoy buscando América. We are the largest contributor of CO2 in the world. In the world. And yet we're surprised with thousands and hundreds of of thousands of migrants coming to our borders because they have had a drought that have not allowed them to have a good harvest and now they're hungry and they're facing starvation. But we don't own that we have contributed to this climate crisis on the, from the top of the charts. And we are saying, don't come, no vengas. From the year 1995 to about the year 2016, and I may be off a couple years there, there was a range of, of um, numbers of refugees that we would accept in this country. And it ranged from 70,000 to about 86,000 in the Obama years. Do you know how many refugees, resettlement of refugees we can accept this year? 15,000, one five, at a time when we have contributed the most to the crisis around the world that have prevented peace, equity, and a healthy planet. Estoy buscando America. I am looking for America. And so here, here I am with the oldest congregation of the Collegiate Church of New York, Middle Church. So I want you to know that when I'm here preaching, obviamente, obviously, right? This is part of my job. I'm a preacher. But I, when I come to Middle to preach, I feel like I'm on vacation. There's a, there's a beauty to you, to this church, that I feel like, you know, I'm going to middle to preach. Yes, I am. <laughs> right? <laughs> I must have, I don't feel like that about all, everywhere people ask me. I love everyone. Like, I love you. But there, there are other places that you're like, ay, Dios mío, porque oh, I shouldn't have said this. But, but... When I'm coming to middle, there's a un gozo, there's a joy about coming here. Seriously, I mean that with, with I don't say this everywhere I go. You can look at all the recordings. <laughs> but I, but I want to say, honestly, eh, gracias a la vida, in that spirit of giving thanks to life, that I give thanks to God and to this world for you, for, for Middle Church, for, for Washington Church, for the Collegiate Church. And I want to talk about to you the oldest worshiping congregation of the Collegiate Church, Middle Church. Imagine if we committed 
together with the rest of our collegiate family to be the silencers of the silencer. Like this, we're gonna silence the silencer. The people that are like, no, por favor, please, no, don't, let's not hear the person that's coming from the margin on the outskirts of, we're here in the center, but over there I hear a voice, no, 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 olvídate de eso, forget about that, right? We're gonna be the silencer of the crowd in the middle that does not want to hear those who are in the outskirts. And imagine that the oldest corporation in America, which is the collegiate church, uses its power to silence the silencer. Because we got power. And power is not a bad thing. We got power for justice in these churches, here in Fort Washington, in West End, in Marble Church. We got power for justice. But imagine if we refocused to say our mission is one of peace, one of equity, one for a healthy planet, one that will silence those who, who would not allow us to hear those who are around us. Imagine what a different, what different conversations would we be having in the 17,574 17, times we meet every week. That, that, <laughs> those are the number of our meetings, right? I mean, so imagine. So then we can, we can say in the words of Ruben Blades, Buscando America, we are going to find you, America, in this darkness. Te vamos a encontrar en esta oscuridad. And it is up to us to bring freedom to you. You know how we say stuff in this country? Like, we are the land of the free. Bueno. If you're a Haitian refugee, if you're at the border with your baby, if you're a black and brown person. You know that I lived in Connecticut for many, many years, and so when my brother would come to my neighborhood, which was Newington, Connecticut, I had to, there was a time that I said, nope, I'll meet you in Hartford, because he would not, he would get stopped every time. Every time. Every time. He had one of those low cars, you know, the, the cars that are low. That's not a crime. He will get stopped every time. So a land of the free, mm, we, we got to deconstruct that a little bit, right? Or a lot. Imagine what it would be that we have an immigration policy that does not separate families. I want to just tell you that this separation of families transcends political parties. We're ministers of the sacrament and word, and so therefore, we got to speak truth. In the Obama administration, three million people were deported. Three million. The method was a little different, right? They said, we're going to deport the bad people. They will come and separate families in their homes in their homes. 
In the Trump administration, the method changed. They would separate them at the border and then put them in this warehouse that was, had divisions of chain links that began to be called in, in the Latino community, in the Latinx community, Las Perreras, right, where you keep dogs. And there the children, we all saw them, were there with blankets of um, that aluminum sort of blankets and on the floor separated. And, and psychologists and psychiatrists are saying that the impact of that, of that separation in those children and families, it is, it is we, they cannot even estimate. It cannot be measured. And history will, will, re, will remember us by these things. What I say to us today, that regardless of what's happening in the White House or around our neighborhoods, we have a call, church, to silence the silencers, to find America, to, to, to look for America, buscar America y encontrarla, to, to look for America and to find it so that we can live in that peace, in that justice, in that responsibility with our planet. And I make a call today to, I mean, I, what I'm calling middle to do is already doing, which is you, you're doing amazing things with elections and, and justice. But I, those who are listening to me, who are not, who are listening to, to what's happening here around the world, what I'm saying this morning is something middle is already doing, but what if wherever we may be, we commit ourselves to find America, to bring freedom to America, and not accept that we are already a land of the free, and to find America for this generation and for the next, and to use our power to create change that is sustainable. Change that is hard. And for that, friends, for that, we, not, you have, we have to unite our voices. We have to make a commitment. We have to have a determination that we will seek, but we will find. And at the end of the day, no one will silence us. We will silence the silencers. Thank you. Oh my gosh, right everybody? Muchísimas gracias. Jeff, I think you have the screen working, but I would rather do this, is okay? Because, you know, like I want to say so, yes. Demira celebrates, can you see me here? Demira celebrates what we're doing, Middle Family. I don't know another church, I don't know another church that's lifting their voices up with such strength, such fuerte, fuerte vocas, as you. Our, our Hablamos group really 
our voting rights group, our actors and writers using art, our gospel choir, our musicians. Come on, it's okay to clap for everybody. Your board, your consistory, raise your hand, consistory. Raise your hand, the people on the board, yeah. Who, who are not participating in the collegiate church but are leading the collegiate church. Our middle project family, raise your hand if you're in middle project. Susan, raise your hand, yeah. And what I want, and our deacons who are loving on everybody, raise your hand deacons, loving on everybody, okay. What I want to say is, I would like for every hand to be raised now. And let me tell you what I mean. Every single dollar that you give in your offering, every single prayer that you say, I know I'm walking out of the light, every single prayer that you say, everything, every single note that you write, every time you call somebody that you're missing and we don't know about, you are doing the movement. Every time you volunteer and seal a letter, you're doing the movement. Every single thing you do lifts up our voice. And we need every single thing you do to lift up our voice. Our voice being lifted up is not free. Our voice being lifted up means renting this space, renting intersections. It means paying your staff. It means buying supplies. Our, our voice being lifted up means what happens on social media. Our voice being lifted up means what we do with kids. Our voice being lifted up is everybody's project. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Help us silence the silencers. Help us lift up the voice of justice, the multiracial, multicultural, multigendered, come as you are, queer as you want to be, straight as you want to be, speaking many languages, raise your hand if you will help us lift up our voice. I want you to pledge your heart, your prayers, your time, your money. This movement requires you. Don't put your hand down. Susan Muffson wants me to say species. The dogs, are, the species are not here. When they come, I will speak to them and ask them to join the movement too. <laughs> this, this is our job. Right, Chair of the Consistory? Yes, it is. I need your help, I need your support. We need your help, we need your support. What? Make a pledge. Devin just wrote you a letter. You're all getting a letter saying, please get in the movement. Put your hands down. You can get in the movement by joining us with your financial offering. You can get in the movement by volunteering with what's already happening. You can create a new thing. How do we know what we need to do until you say, I'm dreaming of? And then suddenly you have an acting class. Suddenly you have a voting group. Suddenly you have hablamos. What do you want to do? What do you want to do to make the world better? Let's do it. Where's my environmental people? They're in here. Where's my reparations people? Come on, somebody. They're in here. Yes, come on. We've got lots that we're doing, and we need you to do it. Um, I'm going to say this. I'm feeling awkward to say it, but putting our theology in the world is you coming to church and you sending out the messages that we create. Do you, do you know that? You see something, you say something. You send it, you echo it. You retweet it, you share it, you send it out in the world. There's a little woman that wrote a little book called Fierce Love. I'm just going to say it. I'm kind of embarrassed to tell you to buy the book, but guess what? The book's about you. <laughs> the book is about revolutionary love. And every single dollar I make on the book, I give 10% to Middle Church. I already did it, I'm gonna keep doing it. So that also raises our profile and raises our money. Okay? All right. So, Buscando a America. See? 
We're going to help find it. We're going to silence the ones who are trying to silence it. And we're going to keep on moving into the promised land with the Marist. Thank you, everybody.
Let us pray. God, bless these gifts that we have given, knowing that they are not given from passionless hearts. They are given by hands that dare to believe in the words of Langston Hughes that America might yet be, that these promises are more than lies that were written on original documents. They are yours, and they are ours. And they are the work of this church and the work of your people, that we might build a world truly befitting the bounty and splendor with which you have blessed us. So magnify these gifts. Use each of us that we might build a world where they are shared equally, where justice truly flows and the streets are restored to live in. We pray this in your heavenly name. Amen. My friends, if you would check your QR code again for Si Tu Puedes Cantalo or Closing Hymn. Take a moment just to reflect on worship and all the things that you've heard as we move into this song of celebration. Si tu puedes, cántalo, cántalo, cántalo. Cántalo, cántalo, cántalo. 
out to the beautiful music. Muchísimas gracias. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Damaris, for the beautiful thank, sermon. Thank you. We're thank so you glad for having me. Receive this benediction. You are sometimes on the outside shouting, whispering, can you see me? Can you heal me? Can you help me? When you feel that way, do you. But middle, we are also on the outside screaming, whispering, shouting with our fists up, justicia. justicia. Let's make a more just society. Mm -hmm. And we need all of your voices in harmony, asking God and the world to be better. So may God bless your voice. May God bless your life. Amen. 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 Peace.